Well, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the queue. Welcome to Queen City Biker Church. You could be a thousand in one place, but I am glad that you are here with me right now. Man, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we know that there's bikers. We always like to open up, especially during this time of, of biking season where bikers is just traveling all across the country, traveling from Atlanta to different parts of the country in California and Florida and New Mexico and Oklahoma. They're just having a good time, God, just doing what they should be doing. And that's celebrating the earth that you created, celebrating these highways that allow them to create memories, allow them to cre create brotherhood, sisterhood, allow them to create fellowship, allow them to just see that this earth was created by you, our Father, for you made it great for us to enjoy. Also continue to bless my personal club brothers, Poop and Bird, man, as they out here just riding, just fellowshipping, just having a good time, just exploring, meeting and greeting and just doing everything that they do and continue to lift up Queen City Biker Church as we continue to pray for our sick and shut-in bikers, the ones that are fallen riders, the one that we woke up to uh, bad news, the two fallen riders, God, we definitely want to lift up their clubs, their family, their friends, their work friends, associates, everyone that's connected to them. We want you to know that we are simply here at the keep praying for you for the loss of your loved one because we feel your pain as you're going through this here pain. And we hate it, but we know that Jesus Christ has a purpose and a mission. He needs angels to protect and lift over us. He needs angels to guide us. He needs angels to lay a hand on us for alertness and awareness simply so that we can follow the King. So for this, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, as we stand here, we ask you to continue to bless, strengthen, lift up, glorify, and wrap your arms around Queen City Biker Church. Amen, amen, amen. Well, listen, wow. First of all, welcome to the queue. We definitely want to say good morning to our queue family. And we say if you just out there, if you're on a motorcycle, Can-Am, Slingshot, Trike, we don't care what it is, Auto Club, you are officially adopted into the Q family. Uh, but we definitely want to say good morning to our Q Church in Columbia, South Carolina, Pastor Marlon Frazier. For those of you who just can't get enough of Jesus, and I hope and pray that you cannot get enough of Jesus at uh, 1 p.m. Uh, uh, at every first Sunday, 1 p.m. at Thunder Tower West. You can join us down there. I know I've been on the road last month, but I be hopefully won't be on the road this month. I'll be back down there fellowshipping with my bro. But he comes on every Sunday at 1 p.m. He's coming on at 1 p.m. So y'all will get used to the 1 p.m. time uh, to fellowship with him, to praise with him. Uh, and he's doing an awesome job in Columbia with feeding the homeless and hanging out with people. So listen, continue to support Queen City Bike Church at Columbia. As you support Queen City Biker Church here, I don't even like to say Charlotte because I don't believe in locations. I believe we just one big happy family who simply just have a mission and a purpose in God and serving you. If God lays it on your heart, we're saying please, please, please support us, help us. Uh, we got some things going on. We we. We, we trying to get a building, we calling, we doing everything. So far, they're out of our price range every time I call. But I know with your help, we can have the Q Clubhouse back up and running with your help. So continue to support us. You can go to our cash app, QCBCCLT. 
uh, the podcast. I know I keep promoting the podcast and I ain't done nothing on the podcast yet. That's because when the podcast comes out popping and cracking, we want you guys to be part of it. The YouTube page is out there. Same thing, hadn't done a lot on it, but it's going to be on, cracking, and popping. Please support, please support a thousand times. Please support Motorcycle Entertainment Television. You can watch us every Sunday at 10 a.m. Also, they got other great shows on, other awesome shows on. We also still in the planning of our couples conference November the 5th. Continue to, to I, I, I keep thinking we're getting the location, but we just hadn't quite locked one in yet. We're looking for something that's good, that's great, size, but if we can do our thing, we can come in and be personable. Of course, we know the parking lot got to be nice. We tell everybody our couples conference, please don't come on your bikes. We ask you to come in your cars that way on your way home. You have something to talk about that we left you with. And listen, every Wednesday... So far, I can say every Wednesday at 7 a.m., you can watch the Straight Talk with the Q. That's where we bring in the adoption of the Bikers in the Bible, a series that I did that over 3,000 of y'all watched, and you've been asking for it to come back, but we're still going to do that format every now and again. That's why the name, the Straight Talk with the Q, which simply came from a biker, and I blessed him and thanked him for it. But the straight talk with the Q every Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. Uh, this Wednesday, we're going to be talking about there's no me, there's no I, there's no I, there's no me in the MC community. We're going to be talking about that. If you are me or an I person, you're probably in the wrong type of community. So join us Wednesday as we talk about there's no me, there's no I, there's no I, there's no me. I wanted to dance on that uh, with the straight talk with the Q. Uh, and listen, once again, continue to support us uh, financially. Continue to pay your tithes and offering. Continue to bless us as we do things to bless this community. Today, we in what, what I've been calling this kind of like a mini-series. It is really not a mini-series. It just sounds good. We having what a mini-series called New Members Class. You know, on Sunday mornings, we stick with our church format. We're verse-by-verse verse expository teacher. We're in the book of Acts, chapter 15, verses 9 through 11. The book of Acts, chapter 15, verses 9 through 11. We take our time with our expository teacher, and that's where we simply just go through the Bible at a slow pace. We ain't riding like we ride on the motorcycle. We're kind of slowing it down. We're kind of like in that RV, just chilling out, maybe doing four to five with in the left lane, making y'all mad. Maybe we might bump it up to 50, but we ain't in no hurry to get there because we want you to follow along with us. So we're in the book of Acts, chapter 15, verses 9 through 11. New members class, part two. Now, I told y'all this last week, and I feel like I got to say it again. Personally, I'm not a fan of new members class. Don't care too much for them. Don't like them. It's not my forte. But if you go to a church that have them, continue to have them. If you're a church that has I support them. I believe in them. It's just not for me. I think they great. They're just not for me. You know, y'all know that I ain't been churched all my life. But when I started 
uh, shopping, I'm going to say it that way, for a church, going to different churches. There was quite a few churches that I thought I was going to call home. And, and most of these churches had a new members class. I can say after each one of those churches that I kind of liked it, after I left or after the process of their new members class, that church wasn't for me. It just was. When I heard who and what this church was and how the pastor was breaking it down and doing all this, I simply just said, you know what? This church ain't for me. Let the truth be told, a lot of this stuff y'all talking about in new members class really should just be uh, with the board or the deacons or trustees. I don't need to know half of that stuff. Just I, when I come to church, I want to come to a place where people loving on each other. Soon as I walk in the door, I want somebody to hug me, shake my hand, speak to me, greet me. You don't even have to set me to a seat. There's no assigned seat. Just let me walk to a seat. When I sit down, I'm sitting with the flock of the people. I just want to say, yo, what's up? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? I want people to also be friendly to me. That's, to me, a new members class. But if I walk into your church and everybody all stuck up because your new members class got them in shock and they've been there 15, 20 years, I'm at the wrong place. Because sometimes a new member class is just like this. It's old-fashioned. It's simple. It's separation from church to person or member. Because you want to tell me how your church is, but I don't fit into this. And you want to say, oh, well, we're we a Bible verse church. We want people to know. Then preach it on Sunday mornings. That's why I'm here. That's why I get up every Sunday and either watch you or come to church. So I don't need for you to break something down for me in a new member class that really is more of a turn off. Some of y'all need to look at this. And then I, I always say this shit. New members class is an ego for the pastor. That's all that is. It's for him to show y'all he can properly write stuff down. It's 15 pages of absolutely nothing. A new member's class should be this. You show up, you smile, you love, you hug me. If you do have a new member's class, you have some Krispy Kreme donuts, some coffee, some water, some Gatorade. The pastor walks in there and says, hey, how y'all doing? I'm Pastor E. I'm glad you guys are part of the church. Now just fellowship, cut up, laugh, let's tell some jokes. I'm going to be walking around meeting and greeting each other. I want you to meet and greet me because I realize on Sunday mornings it's hard for me to get personal with you. So this is an opportunity for you to ask me anything you want to ask me, what I do, how I do it. That's the end of new members class. It's about building a relationship because Jesus Christ his father, through the Holy Spirit, guess what? They don't have a new members class. I, 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 maybe I'm confused, and I know I ain't been uh, in church all my life, and I don't know every verse and all that good stuff. I don't see where there's a, where it says, biblically, we got to have a new members class so y'all can understand how to do church. No, what you need to have is a great character, personality, and attitude, and all that good stuff you want to call are willing to accept you. Y'all know the whole routine that we can go through. That's really, it's, look, stop making church difficult. Start making church about a relationship, not only through Jesus Christ by way of the Holy Spirit, but also building relationships with each other. 
the motorcycle community, I try not to go motorcycle on Sunday. It's a hot mess because we got idiots with egos. We got idiots who think it's just a me and an I, and they'll destroy everybody else just so you can look at their stupid name. Can we cut that out in the church? Can we just go get some donuts, go get some cheesecakes, some cookies, some water, some Gatorade, some coffee, four or five different flavors of cream, all that good stuff for little marshmallows and whipped cream, and just have fun. It don't even have to be outside. I mean, inside. We can set up some tables or something and sit outside and just chop it up. Because you want your members to love on each other as they loving on the church, as they loving through Jesus Christ. The reason why so many people struggle with new member class is they struggle with building a relationship. People are coming to church. I get up every Sunday broken. People are coming to church because they're broken. We don't need to know what they look like, how it sound like, but they're coming to church broken. So now you sit in a broke person who's broken beside another broke person who's broken, who's sitting beside another broke person who's broken, who's coming to church with an attitude, who's coming to church stuck up, who's coming to church not knowing how to build a relationship, and your church ain't got time to build a relationship. In other words, you ain't doing nothing within the fellowship of your church but conducting church. Sometimes you got to set that aside and just build a relationship. When church is over with, look, it's a, what they call it, potluck. Have a potluck where everybody just walks around, chop. You can just have some lance crackers with some water. Whoever wants to stay can stay. Who don't, who don't. But open up the relationship so we can get to what? It's not about you getting in my business. It's not about me giving you my business. It's about us teaching people through the church, through the love of Jesus Christ, how to love on one another. That's all. It may sound like a rocket science because some of y'all churches are so characteristically stuck up, you have no idea what building a relationship with you. Some of y'all would never meet your senior pastor. You would never shake his hand. When, if somebody in your family go to the hospital, they're not the ones going to come. And I get it. They busy. They're a large church. Or he works a job or whatever. So that's why new members classes where the pastor should just walk in there with his favorite soda and his favorite cup and just cross his legs and sit down, chat about anything. Know my favorite football team, know what I ride, know what I do, know what I like. That's it. And then everybody else will start opening up. And now instead of the church being divided because somebody's not happy what's going on, they learning how to be in relationships. Because, okay, can I say it like this here? The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. That's really what counts. Just expressing yourself through love. All this other stuff really don't count. It do. I don't mean it don't. But for right now, that don't fit into the blessing. Okay, the only thing that really counts is faith expressing itself through love. Faith in Jesus Christ. Love. Faith in be building relationship. Love. Faith in being friendly. Love. 
faith in accepting friends into your life. Love. Faith in helping out a stranger is what? Love. Lord have mercy. What are y'all missing? Can I say something? I love you. I love my enemies. I ain't going to hang out with my enemies. I'm not going to sit down and have lunch with my enemies. But I love them and I pray for them. And let me say something. I appreciate my enemies. Because they make me stronger. The more you talk about me, the stronger I get. The more you try to degrade me, the more my character shines up. See, think about this. The person that hates you really only hates you because of who you are. They hate you because of who they can't be. They don't like you, but they're going to a church that don't be a relationship because they don't know how. It's probably your pastor. I don't care. Really don't matter. It's in my notes. I'm going to find my place and keep on saying it. <laughs> you know, Because that's what faith is expressing itself through love. If we learn to love one another, we might get, you're not going to like everybody. Let's be honest. Let's be real. You're not going to like everybody. You're not going to be able to sit down at the same table with everybody. Everybody's character and personality don't line up with you. Even in, even in our bike world, everybody in a social club don't have the same path, but we got the same vision. Let's just be honest. You're not going to like everybody. You, there's some people you're going to say, man, I like that person. I love that person. But man, I, I just don't fit in with hanging around them. That's okay. Because you can love on everybody without liking everybody. I love you. I love everybody. I probably like some people that I shouldn't like. I probably like tons of people who take advantage of me or talk about me or because I don't know no better. I grew up in a neighborhood, Trinity Park, Beta Four Park, Park Boys for Life, where everybody just got along. We just loved on each other. So that's part of who I am with my character. So now it's easy for me to just chop it up and hang out because that's what I've done all my life. So I'm not used to the backstabbing, lying, crooked people because we didn't have that in my community. If I had a dime, you had a dime. You might have needed nine cents of my dime, and I was stuck with a penny, but I was happy watching you smile. The park boys happy. All of them follow me on my motorcycle journey, and every time I talk to one of them, I'm trying to chop it up with some history of who we are. They want to know about the bike history. They want to know about where I'm going, what I'm doing, how I'm doing, because they sharing this journey with me. And I don't have to sit down with some thick notepad and present it to them. I can just sit down with a smile on my face and we just talking. In verse 9, God doesn't discriminate between Jews and non-Jewish people. Can I break this down a little bit? That's the way God words translation said, but I had to add my little twist into it. God doesn't discriminate between blacks and whites. He has cleansed non-Jewish people, what? Through faith as he has cleansed us Jews. Now what y'all got to remember here, this here whole, can I catch y'all up for a minute? This is a situation where Paul and Baronimus was over here teaching. Some questions came up. 
Paul didn't know the answer because Paul said, I don't know everything. I'm not going to talk on every subject. He takes a journey. He goes and hangs out with the apostles, the disciples, and church leaders, and he simply asks some questions. And as they asking these questions, individuals are talking, and Peter is sitting there being cool, calm, and collective, only the way Peter can. And then all of a sudden, Peter spoke up. Everything got quiet. The earth started trembling because as Peter was speaking, because he walked with Jesus, people started listening. Right now, we're in this process of the church being described to how Paul and Barnabas, who's already having great church, but they're not understanding a few things. And Peter is breaking it down and only he can. And he said, look, God don't discriminate because, you know, last week Peter had to say that God chose me. I'm not a Jew. He chose me because I wasn't a Jew so that I can go out there and reach regular people. Paul and Barnabas got to hear that. And now he says, God doesn't discriminate between Jewish and non-Jewish people. He has cleansed non-Jewish people through faith as he has cleaned us through Jews. 1 Peter 1 and 22, we got to stay there. 1 Peter 1 and 20 22, we must read this here. 1 Peter 1 and 22 says, love each other with a warm love that comes from the heart. After all, you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth. As a result, you have a sincere love, what, for each other. Come on, man. What are we missing here? You having these new, and I'm not picking on new members' class. It just fits. 1 Peter 1 and 22, 1 Peter 1 and 22, 1 Peter 1 and 22 once again says, love each other. Didn't I say that? Love each other with a warm love that comes from the heart. After all, you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth. As a result, you have a sincere love for each other. If I'm in a new members class, and you ain't teaching me about the love of Jesus, but you're teaching me all these here rules and regulations of your church, I'm at the wrong place. I don't care what you're doing at your church. When I come to church, I just want the lights to be on, smiling faces, friends. I don't care if the pastor wears shorts, tennis shoes, three-piece suit, or a preacher robe. I can care less. All I, I'm going to tell you what makes me more mad when I walk into a church than anything. Sister Sally at the door. If Sister Sally at the door frowning and angry, oh, you can't sit there. That's what Deacon John, I don't care about where he sit. This one, I'm going to sit today. If Sister Sally, when I walk in the door, she got the, boy, you need to take that hat off. Wait till I sit down and it'll come up. If Sister Sally, when I walk in the door, you don't look like you belong to this church, then I got a problem. See, some of y'all got the wrong person greeting people at the door. Because when I walk into that door, I'm looking for one thing and one thing only. That's smiling faces. I done left some churches with one foot in the door because of Sister Sally. I can't believe you wearing that T-shirt up in church. Who cares? It got Harley Davidson on it. You check the price of this T-shirt. It costs more than that white suit you got on with them white gloves. Some of y'all need to have loving clay. On how to love on people. 
Because I done been to churches where I done been turned away simply because of who I am. Not, and then it hurts them when they find out the person that I really am. I done been in church where they stop me at the door. Well, I just go around to the back, find out where the pastor's study is, sit with the pastor, and walk out there. And Sister Sally's sitting back there shocked because here I am now. I'm on the pool pit. I'm your guest speaker for the day. I'm the guy that's finna say the prayer or the welcome or whatever your pastor done asked me to do. But you sit out there and you convicted me. You locked me out of the church. You treated me with disrespect because I wasn't who you wanted to be. But y'all got a new members class that means nothing. When you need to understand loving on people. Can we get back to loving people in verse 10? So why are you testing God? You're putting a burden on his disciples, a burden on neither our ancestors, nor we can carry. In other words, why are you putting this pressure on people that they can't live up to? Let the truth be told. Most of us don't live up to what you got on paper for your new members class for this church. I'm a sinner. I am broken. I am lost. I am confused. I don't care if you hoop, holler, jump, sing, dance, because at the end of the day, it's the people to the left and right of me, in front of me or behind me, that I'm probably going to meet more than you. And your church is distance. Your church has no relationship. Your church has no foundation. And it shows through you. So can we get back to just simple love? Listen, I got to ask something. Are we testing people to see if they fit the church or Christ? If Christ expects of everyone, then shouldn't the church also? I mean, listen, really what is new members class? It's the Bible that you read. It really is. New members class is the word of God. I'm verse by verse. I kind of make it easy for you. Because I'm not going to be one of these pastors. You need to read your own Bible. You ain't going to read your Bible. Hell, I didn't read mine before I had to. So let's not sit up here and choke people with that read your own Bible. The Bible wasn't intended for everybody to read. It's only, it's only because of monetary reasons that everybody read the Bible. When Back in the old days, in Jesus' time, one person got up, read the strides, the stroll of the word of God, and they was in there all day. 12, 18 hours a day. Nobody had it in their hand. But now we got it in our hand. And some of the one things we don't do is teaching it. We got it in our hand. But some of the things that we don't do through your members, new members class is we don't build a relationship that Jesus is talking about. Most people can't gain a relationship with Jesus Christ because there's no relationships in your church. There's no relationships in your organization. There's no relationships in your family. There's no relationship with your friends. There's no relationship with yourself. But now you want me to have a relationship through Jesus Christ through a dead, irresponsible ill-loving, can't love, don't respect, don't show character, has no personality within your church. Maybe I'm just a little lost, but maybe the new members class need to be you, the pastor, need to go on a sabbatical, get away from everybody because you don't know how to have a relationship. In verse 11, 
We certainly believe that Lord, that the Lord Jesus saved us the same way that he saved them through what? His kindness. I love this here. I love this here because Peter did something remarkably great at this present moment because that what Peter just said, that is, because I researched it, that is a saying that the Jewish people say. But I love how Peter turned this around because Peter reversed this because the Jews would say they are saved as we are. The Jews would say, they are saved as we are. Peter said, we certainly believe that the Lord Jesus saves us the same way that he saves them through kindness. The Jews would say the same way that we are saved as we are. We are saved as we are. Peter flipped that strip around quickly. And I really think because it was Peter, nobody caught it. I only caught it because I read the Bible a little bit. And I said, wait a minute, I don't seen this before. Something just tickled me. So then because I have the tools, I started researching it. And I found where something simply just said, Peter reversed this. He turned it around. He turned around the I and the me to us, to everyone. He equaled out love on a playing field. He made everybody a point guard. He made everybody a quarterback. He made everybody a pitcher. And he said, now we're just going to take turns and teaching each other how to love on one another. Then, then through the love of each other, the love of one another, then we can give out positions. In other words, what Peter said, we as the disciples, let the truth be told, we never had a president, vice president, treasurer, secretary. We just had a group of people. And within that group of people, certain ones of us, our characters through the love of Jesus Christ, fitted in the position that we were. 2 Timothy 1 and 9, 2 Timothy 1 and 9 as we close. God saved us and called us to be holy, not because of what we have done, but of his own plan and kindness. Before the word began, God planned that Christ Jesus would show us God's kindness, 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 kindness. You know, we're going to talk about that one day with the straight talk with the cue with the bike world, because we got to get back to kindness. We got to get back to loving each other. We got to get back to fellowshipping and celebrating one another. We got to learn to simply be kind to one another. Imagine if we start teaching our kids to love on each other. We wouldn't have these 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds committing mass shootings. They don't love people because they home don't love. See, they home would get on TV and say, I don't know why my kid did that because you didn't teach your child to love. They home would say, but I raised a good child. No, you raised a monster. We got to start admitting that because your child didn't love another six-year-old or a 10-year-old or a five-year-old. Your child didn't love people who was just happy and trying to celebrate life because they had no kindness in their heart. 
They didn't understand what it was like to be kind. They didn't understand what it was like to be a, a, a willingly kind person. They didn't know that you should sometimes, as you walk through the door, just open the door for the person behind you, whether it's male or female. It does not matter. That's a gesture of kindness. They didn't understand that just speaking to people, hey, how you doing, is a just word of kindness. It's not about I'm trying to be know you for this 30 seconds. I'm just saying, hey, what's going on? Yo, what's up? You don't have to be mean, mugging me, looking at me, See, a lot of y'all don't know how to be kind because every time somebody speaks to you, you got an attitude. It's just a kind gesture. So listen, we'll be back Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. Continue to follow Queen City Biker Church. We just simply just make a movement. We love you. We trying our best to teach you how to love on us as we love on you through simply the love of Jesus Christ. If God lays it on your heart, please support us as we just try to do things. You can go to our cash app, uh, QCBCCLT. Uh, get ready for Pastor Marlin with Queen City Biker Church in Columbia at 1 p.m. Uh, get ready for a lot of things that we're doing because we want to take the time to simply say we love you, we love you, we love you. We love you. If I said it a million times, it would never be enough because we at the queue, we simply just love you. Man, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, once again, thank you for standing us before you. Thank you for standing us before the throne of God, simply to just teach people that Jesus Christ loved them so that they can have the opportunity to build a relationship, an easy relationship with a difficult resort or a difficult resort with an easy relationship because we know that accepting Jesus Christ, walking in Jesus Christ, it simply comes with a price that was paid on the cross when Jesus Christ bared his heart and soul out, spread arms, eagle wide, simply to say, my father, my father, it's okay. Just forgive them for they know not what they do. But through the love of me and coming to this earth, Let's give them an opportunity to build a relationship through the kingdom of God by way of Jesus Christ. And for this, our Lord and Savior, we simply want to say amen, amen, and amen.